0: All right, here we go. Okay, Say Tuesday. Yeah, it is Tuesday.
1: I genuinely didn't know.
0: I, I never know. I know these weeks sometimes with no with no goalposts, as I like to call them. I, you know what it was too. I was uh, I traveled yesterday on a Monday, which is pretty unusual, which definitely gets me all jacked
1: up. I genuinely didn't know, and I mean the the good thing there's I feel like there's good and bad to that, but um the good thing is a Saturday. To me, a Saturday and a tuesday air.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Summer, winter.
1: Yeah. So, for today, <laughs> Sorry. Just, Sorry, I'm going to get right in we there. We have a show to shoot. We, I don't, uh, we have a show to shoot. No, no, s- no small talk today. Oh, man. I'm going to get right in there. And- I like the small talk. I am going to drop it on you like I always do. I, I, I'm ready. I think a good topic, and this can be overplayed, but- there's a few different avenues I want to travel down. So I think we realized that per the metrics that we look at, which which videos get a lot of viewership, which means what people like to see, is definitely when we get more personal and intimate about our lives. And so I think that's going to be important. That's what people like to see. Let's start to incorporate and weave that in more. And I think the topic I'm thinking about, which is about – staying motivated and inspired and I really hate the word burnout I think there's so, I, I think burnout I think there are so many variations of it I think there's total burnout and I think that's a real thing and I can only think it can lead to um indifference or depression, many things. I also think there's ruts, which we've talked about, mm-hmm. which look dif- more temporary and look different than burnout. And then I think there's the other side of the spectrum, which is having the ability to sustain and stay motivated and inspired over the long term. I am not talking day to day. I'm talking, generally speaking, over the long term. And you're someone who has demonstrated that by you know, running Arnold for... A long time mm-hmm. um, so let's start there and I think there are a lot of personal techniques and tactics that we have that we can talk about that allow us to generally speaking stay very motivated um, and I don't think either of a, I'll speak for myself I've never actually experienced I don't think real burnout um, at least as it relates to business and I, I think I know why and I'm trying to I'm actually trying to identify that as I'm as I'm thinking about this topic but I think I can pinpoint a few a a few reasons why Mm
0: -hmm. yeah there's another word that I'll put in there because you, you mentioned um, ruts and you mm-hmm. mentioned burnout, and there's mm-hmm. one in the middle that's fatigue, and, right? And that's, true. A, that's a word that I'm, I'm I'm aware of now, and I think more than I've ever been. So you're you're right. I have been doing this a long time. You know, quickie cookie walk down memory or history lane. I started. I, I've always been around. Arnold packaging, which Mm -hmm. was called Arnold's factory supplies. And, you know, and whether it was Columbus day or, you know, the, the non big holidays, if you will, where we were off of school, but, but, um, it wasn't thanksgiving or christmas and and business was therefore open i would come to work Mm -hmm. and and i enjoyed it like my father was really smart in letting me do the fun things and i was very curious and and so i so i've been here around here for a really really long time and started i'd say officially in seventh grade if i talk about my my c but in thinking back, you know, when you drop this topic on me um and then you start to talk about it, I mean, I so I mean, I rarely have any real idea what we're gonna talk about, but you always do such a great job of setting it up that I can drop in pretty quickly. But you know, fatigue is is a word that I I think about. You know, when I feel off or you know, I just can't get my motor going the way. I mean, it doesn't happen that often. My motor is generally going or I have enough things that are of wild interest that I am that I am engaged in um, or immersed in, right? Two, two great words, engage and immerse. Um, but I do fight fatigue sometimes. And, and um, I think that it, one of the things I've learned to do is, 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 Understand the difference between mental fatigue and physical fatigue, because you know there are times where you know the, the job can just be physically demanding, and by that I mean airplanes. Last week I installed, right? I, I actually was you know tool belt on in the field, turning wrenches and and helping to put equipment in a customer's facility because a it's an important customer, b it's a it's a technology I hadn't been exposed to in. Uh, individually or personally yet, and I wanted to see it up close, so I just grabbed the tool bag and go to site. But I will tell you that I'm not built to crawl around on concrete floors in th- you know 40 degrees like I was when I was a lot younger. So I, I am aware now of what could look like physical fatigue, whether it's just planes or time zones or being a little bit off. But that's something that uh, that I've learned to identify to understand what the. You know what the basis of being a little bit off, whatever that means, and and uh, that's been really helpful. You know, is to understand the the difference between yeah, you know what, I, I'm just a little tired, right? I, I just need to, I need to, I just need to rest up and recharge my machine and batteries for a second, and then all the mental stuff, if there is anything in there, it will work itself out as a byproduct of being physically charged again. Yeah. So that's one. That's one that uh, that I think is important in being able to disseminate. If it is yeah, burnout, like I, don't, I don't, like you, and I'm yakking on way a, a lot longer, but I agree with you. I'm not sure if I've ever been close to or butted up against the edge of what burnout would be i don't i don't know that i know actually what that feels like and man i'd be curious to know some veterans even more than me be like will i know well actually well there's a is there a whole different feeling between i think there a tough is. ass week uh, of, of fatigue versus holy shit, i might be burning out and if i want to continue to do this because i think i love it that much or maybe you're like hey look you'll know because one of the things you'll lose is love for it and that's when you'll know you're actually burned out
1: Yes. And I, I think that's really important because I think people do get fatigued or in in ruts um, and they freak out and they abandon ship or they have a tendency to do that instead of sitting with it, reflecting, realizing that this is temporary. This too shall pass. I need to eat or I need a good night's sleep, whatever that is. So I think that's definitely I agree, something I've learned and to be honest, when we th- for a while, we just went so hard. Uh, we were working crazy hours. We were going out most nights, with, you know, entertaining customers, vendors, suppliers. And that was definitely a period, while fun, fun. Yeah. I definitely felt it. Like We have tailored that back a lot, in, definitely in the past year, but I would say year and a half. Um, and it's made a difference. Mm-hmm. It's definitely made a difference.
0: But at the same time, but I do know there are still moments when we – We're both the type of people that that derives a lot of energy from those contacts and some of those interactions. I do remember moments where us getting out of the rut was actually going out, like pushing it back, pushing away from the computer, getting out of whatever that that, – uh, th- th- which would have had some monotony, right? We've talked about the word monotony or monotonous, it, it, and pushing back. And the next morning, even though we might even had a few too many cocktails or whatever we were doing, we were truly, or if it was just catching up with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a conversation today where there were some some lingering issues, right? There's some home stuff we haven't talked about. There's some podcast stuff we haven't mm-hmm. actually dug into yet. And sometimes you and I just need to get off the radar, right? And decompress and reconnect. Absolutely. And and we're never separated. We talk about that a lot. I mean, physically, we're together a lot, but- you know, there are times when we can be in the same room. I mean, head down, we are six feet apart, but we are head down. We might as well, you might be on, you could be on Mars and I could be on Venus. Mm-hmm. And and there is that disconnection and some of it or some of that recharging. I mean, if I'm talking to, uh, you know, to someone out there, that, I mean, phoning a friend, like I have you, I can, I can use one of the things. Yes. If I was on uh, one of those game shows, I would phone a friend mm-hmm. and it would be you and someone that I can pull back from and and share some ideas or thoughts and just get away from it for a second and and, and appreciate and lean into someone else's perspective that's just a little bit different than mine, and then I—that's another big driver. Is coming back is just getting away from it for a second. But it doesn't have to be getting away to something completely different, right? I mean, no one's t- argued. There's no one tighter than you and me. But even that reconnection with you sometimes get me back into the spot, or you know, whatever I was stung, right, stuck on, or hung up on. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just, uh, just having a conversation, and I think what. What I've said a couple times on the podcast is I'm pad just podcast. Pad, <laughs> yeah, I'm having a great day so far um, is I'm just listening to you figure it out on your own real time. You're just talking and you're actually talking to yourself. And I just happen to be in the room. And I think that is a, a piece that I've recognized. I do as well. And you're just sitting over there, right? Because we talk about a lot and and I listening to our last podcast, that difference between listening and fixing, Mm -hmm. there's something about that where like you'd be more than capable of leaning and trying to fix. And instead you just listen and I actually end up fixing as part of that. So that's been a a huge piece is to have that, that trusted partner, trusted advisor, man, I think it'd be your wife. That's pretty cool too. Uh, But that trusted partner advisor that you can just take a break and, uh, and get away from it enough to get some a little bit of clarity and perspective. Are yeah, two great words.
1: And that's hard. I mean, we uh, because there will be nights where we've got a big, well, you know, big quotes, big contracts, whatever. A lot of work to do, and it's like I'm banging my head against a wall right now. No matter how long I sit here and look at this, it's it's not getting, it's not going to get solved. It's not going to get done because I'm I'm just too far and now I'm frustrated I need to get out but that's hard to pull yourself out a lot of times Um, and and I I agree I think it's so good to just get out talk uh, connect with anyone whether it's your spouse someone else a friend and I think uh, there's also like it doesn't have to be always you know it can be something like you could be walking you could be doing something moving like it doesn't have to necessarily be over cocktails which we did a lot but still then you're also draining your body so Mm -hmm. i think it's like finding the right way to do it but besides that it's just the connection piece that really really does it um I agree. So, pulling it all down, down, getting away, and finding somebody to connect with that you can talk about and find some clarity in doing so.
0: Yeah, but I also think too is is uh, so I think about this and and uh, you know we got some uh, so just a, a quick piece. The automation business can be really challenging, and by that I mean they're very long. It's a very technical business very long selling cycles from the time you identify someone that's a prospect until the time you're in a position to close. Oh,
1: construction.
0: Construction, of course. Absolutely and it has a and, and and then the other side of that too which is again that's a 7-year-old division it's a, it has a very zero sum game feel to it so for example you know we we propose a massive solution and the customers also considering other massive solutions and they don't go with ours and it's it's a zero sum game i mean mm-hmm. you you build Nothing. Right. Where having grown up in the packaging business, you know, the, there's a consumable component. The customers using tape while I sleep, while I brush my teeth, whether it's my tape or someone else's tape. For the moment, there is that continent. There is that that annuity piece where it doesn't have quite the same feel. So this is a new experience for me when we lose or are told that the customer has decided to go with someone else's solution. And th- those hurt. Like, you know, when you when you wipe a million dollars off the pipeline, because that's the quote that you put out there, and you wipe a million dollars off the pipeline, and, and meanwhile, that machine, it's got a 20-year life expectancy. So not only that, that customer's out of the market for quite some time. And if they do add on, it's unlikely they're going to add on with someone that's not the preferred supplier. So you mean, there's just a zero sum game. So I'm I'm heading to a point here is that the other thing that I've learned to do is get back into a position to win fast, Mm -hmm. whether it's just go to something in the pipeline that I was working on that can be a win. I I don't know what it feels like, fortunately, in my career to have lots and lots of losses build up. So because you just made a comment a couple of minutes ago about, you know, picking up and going away or, or Quitting or something mm-hmm. along those lines. Part of that. Is to is to have enough opportunities and and other closes at the ready so you don't experience that right and and I will say I, I think if I'm just going back through it right, and I always tell people you know if you watch our podcast you're just going to watch us figure out a topic on the fly mm-hmm. we don't I don't know that we actually show up I don't show up with a lot of opinions what what we do is generally talk it through and then halfway you're like you know what I don't know that I think that way anymore here we are just evolving real time over a particular topic um, but I don't recall I think I've always been able to stay in a position where the next win was closest, was close enough that I didn't get into a bad headspace. And that's something that has served me well, even though I never stopped to think of it until right now when you ask me.
1: Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, for my business, a lot of it is transactional and you can get it can get very tedious, very laborious. And there are days, weeks consecutively strung together where I am stuck behind a computer. I'm not engaging with people, which is where I derive my energy from. And in those moments, I, I do I, I don't feel myself. I feel an energy drain, even though I'm in front of a computer. And those are what I consider my ruts. like, I, I just I don't I'm not even if it's big contracts going in, or we're doing well, or we're, we are successful. Like for me, it's not it, it's not totally engaging. Like I need a little bit of thrill, I need to be with people. So those are I identify those times, which are required and important part of what we do in our business. But that's definitely when I'm feeling in a rut more than anything.
0: Let me, let me ask something just hit me. Let me ask you a question because and and remind me, I don't know I don't know I don't think your answer has changed on this. What would you say is more important and you can, and you can't say both. you have to pick one. Um, love to win or hate to lose?
1: I mean I last time I said both, so now you're taking that away. I am
0: because I because I, I I have a thought around
1: this I uh, see I I don't know. Because that that to me, I know you put a lot of emphasis on that. It doesn't mean that much to me. Like I like I, I don't know. I've never thought too much about that.
0: Well, here's where I'm here's where I'm going because I was just connecting some dots for myself. Because I I do say hate to lose. I do. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, and, I, don't, I don't. I do. And I and and those are there's no wrong answer. I just it, it. But it is there is some commentary around that answer with the individual. And I'm just thinking about this idea of not being too far away from the win. You know, if you are a person that hates to lose, could that actually be a detriment? You know, gosh, if you, because if you were handed a number of losses back to back to back, and that was something that was so traumatic for you, right? Where you're like, well, you know, I like to win, but it, that doesn't bothers me as much. I, I don't know. I'm just just thinking out loud and, and uh, just this idea that, I don't know that I ever got into uh, into a string where it was just loss after loss. There was always a win around the corner. I was always able to go generate or create a win. And that maybe kept me out of some of those moments and kept me from fatigue, mental or burnout or whatever that rut was by keeping that next win close enough or or at hand that I was able to move on from whatever it was that could have put me into a rut position or one of those negative bad words.
1: Mm, Yeah, but like I said, I'm not well, that's back to your point but Mm -hmm. like what I'm talking about has nothing to do with Winning or losing—it's just about like that—the mon- monotonous protocols and procedures. Like, I—I I- I need a little bit more than that. So that, if, for me personally, that's—that's that's when I'm in that rut. Um,
0: well, so is there—is I think there is. There's a know thy there's a know thyself yeah, exactly, component exactly. of this, right? So, so, what would you say about that? I mean, what have you identified where you say, "Oh, this is one of those moments," you know, where you you do know thyself, and you're like, "Okay." I know what this feels like, and I generally know how to get out of this particular lane because I don't like it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of a lot of techniques. One, sometimes you can't. Sometimes the work has to get done, and I know that. But it's just knowing that in two or three days I'm gonna have a career, I'm gonna have a meeting, and it's gonna light me up again. It's just it's just understanding what the cycles look like, and knowing like this is part of the job. This is required. But I always know. No matter what, as long as I've been doing this, there will be a meeting in two days. I'll be with people. Something will come up that's new and exciting and it will pull me out of it. Um, And it's not like a deep, it's just, it's just, you know a couple days we're like ah oh, that's kind of a little bit boring you, you know not what I love to do but part of the job um but I do so there are three things that I really identify as a way that I personally stay motivated and inspired um and and not even coming close to burnout like ever at least I, I don't think um And those look differently, and I'd love to get into each one. And I'm not sure if they all—I'd love to know your opinion on on all three. So one is just having some kind of uh, outlet and something I rely on, like, daily— And it doesn't have to be daily, it can just be like something that you have that's an outlet, an escape, an oasis that you can rely on that makes you feel good, and is an important part of your process. And that for me is exercise and sweating. And just that, that really provides a deep therapy for me, not just physically. Definitely mentally, and it does help me work out things in my head. So there are so many times I'm stuck on something for work, or I just have this continual cycle going on through my head, and it doesn't stop. And the, the moment I start running, I gain some clarity. So. I think and it doesn't have to be exercise. It could be music. It could just it could be something work related that you that you find some some type of calmness in or relaxation, but just having something that you can um, is there something in your life that you have that's for me it's a non negotiable, it's a daily, I I, I and maybe you could say, I depend on it too much, But it definitely helps me because when I feel good, it makes things easier, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, great question.
1: Um, I don't know
0: that I have something as uh, as as clear-cut and evident as you. I mean, you have you have a very strong, um, routine and cadence around, you know, your, your, the physical component, yeah. and and you obviously way way more than me. Um, I don't know. There's there's certain parts, and this is going to have a work feel, and like you said, you you just but said it might, it might so not, yeah, it might ha- might not have to be. There are some really in depth fixer components of our business. Um, this is going to sound like the nerdiest thing in the world, but I really do enjoy um, analyzing data in certain spots and. I did one most recently for a customer that's got some some really challenging supply problems, and there's lots of different components to it. And I just sat down in front of a good old-fashioned spreadsheet. Again, this is like next-level nerd shit, but just sat down in front of a spreadsheet, and I really enjoyed There was a therapeutic and freeing feeling to putting all of this data in and solving for it and, ju- and getting it to work out and, and arriving at the end where... I was just really struggling with the clarity around this particular delivery, and it wouldn't matter, right? There's all types of things that I get into, but this one, this one on this day, I was really happy when I was done, mm-hmm. and I, you know, this thing had a thousand columns, and it, it was it was a beast of a sheet. But I solved it, and it had been wearing on me. And there was actually a uh, there was a, a a moment of levity, or or there was a cathartic moment around. Getting this solved in my head and, and maybe the same feeling that you would have when, you know, that, that clarity washes over you on mile one, or, or when you just are able to park the rest of it, whatever Mm -hmm. the rest of it is. But that's something that will get me, you know, there's, I have such a joy of figuring it out or that type of solve that it actually brings, there's a, there's a, there's a joyous feeling to it that, um that, and, and, uh, but I don't seek it out. You know I mean? You have, there, there's that routine component like, mm-hmm. yep. In the morning, this is how I start my day. And by, you know, 5:30 I feel awesome. And here's what I've done. And I've, you know, knocked out a thousand calories. These come in intermittently. And I don't know if I find reasons to do it or if, you know, I, I get to the point, I'm like, yeah, I just need to sit down and shut the door and just get into this. But there's a particular joy that I feel when I, when I'm done sorting through and, um, and getting that problem worked out.
1: So how does that relate to the topic at hand, which is staying motivated? Is that a way to break up the monotony of a typical day?
0: Could be, or... A lot of times when I'm doing that, I am, I, in that particular moment, I was getting closer to the win. You know, there was a mm-hmm. solve. It was part of a bigger process. And I was not going to get what I wanted until I got that part. So there was a milestone component. Maybe that's it or the way to say it. There was a milestone component of that that was always going to be in the way of getting what I wanted or where I wanted to go. And knocking that milestone over has a has a great feeling to it. and 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 there is a break to it, you know? It, it does in that moment. I am able to block out everything else that might have been part of the noise that had me feeling, you know, ruddy or f- fatigued. And I come out on the other side like, yes, okay, good. Poof, anchor off. Let's let's get back to it. So yeah, it does have that feeling.
1: So from what I'm hearing, correct me if I'm wrong. You do in some way associate or correlate wins, achievements, accomplishments, no matter the size, with your ability to stay motivated.
0: Yes, yes. If there's a box checking component of that, right, we talk about that too, you know, hey, I feel good, I checked the box, and it wasn't a massive thing, but sometimes just checking a box is a hell of a big deal Mm -hmm. where you just, you know, you need to get a a little win or you need to get some progress or everything in in a moment or a week or a month. It feels like you're going backwards. Sometimes you just need to check a box and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and get some, some forward yardage and, uh, and, and you might not move the sticks, but you just might get some forward yardage and that's the motivation that you need to get the next play to move the sticks. Right. So,
1: yeah. Sure. Now I have, um, I think, I think I'm going to stay in the lane of exercise or I'll call it extracurricular hobbies and right. then get back to the business side of things. Right. Because I
0: was supposed to say something non-business and then said, no, I'd just like to dig into a good spreadsheet.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> not where I was going. <laughs> but that's why we're different and everybody <laughs> okay. works differently. Yeah. So the, the one thing is, I mean, I have to, and we've talked about this, is we, you and I have a, a real thirst for controlled chaos. And when things are streamlined and even keel, a lot of times we need to feel like we need to shake it up. But that is part of keeping us engaged and inspired, I think. If I came to work and did the same thing day after day, and um, all, all things pretty much, it, it was a pretty, uh, it was a boat that didn't do a lot of rocking, kind of just steady along, like I would be, Mm-hmm. Like that's just I I I need some highs and and even the lows make the highs that much greater. But part of that is is pushing the limit. Part of that is taking risk um, because you know to get great rewards you need to take big risks Cliche, but it's 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 part of that. Like the adrenaline, the not knowing, pushing yourself, getting outside of your comfort zone, being like this is freaking hard. That that is what you and I. I mean, we live for it. Mm-hmm. So I look for that both in business and outside of business. So, one thing I do is I create and I have goals that I want to achieve outside of business. So one of them, you know, I, I, I always have some kind of obsession or addiction. And right now it's, I'm, I'm really (laughs) interested in running and ultra marathons. Like, I really want to do it. I have these big goals. And if your work's like sitting there and you're like, this is just one of those moments. I'm a little bit of a rut, but you have something over here that it's like okay, but I, but but that's I got that thing, and that's really giving me some energy. It balances things out, I think, um, and it, it's it's definitely a way to keep me going. So when I have these athletic goals, also business goals, and they coincide because business isn't always going to be you're not always going to be like uh, pushing a boulder up a hill. A lot of times we are, but not always, mm-hmm. but to have this other thing over here where I'm shooting for it and I'm pushing and I'm outside of my comfort zone, that really helps keep me as a whole, just inspired and motivated as a person. Um, I'm going to pass the ball to you. Because again, we're really different in that in that regard, and I'm not sure that's even something relatable to, or maybe it is. You tell me.
0: What is? is uh, no, it is. No, of course it's relatable. I mean, different. I mean, different. My, I, yeah, my, uh, my my triggers would. I, I'm not sitting over there dying to run 50 miles. No, that or something of course not. not true,
1: that's not true, even your interest.
0: Right. So yeah, no, different. But I. So there's an interesting one. Um, our mantra this year we we had a very I had a very strong idea. This is back to business, but <laughs> it, I mean, yeah, see where we're going, right? Like, yeah, that's what no, was my no. I point generally is. have I generally have no other interests. Apparently, so we talked about watching us figure this out real time. Um, I wa- you know the, our whole mantra this year. We we saw a slowing of the market. You know, we we had a good idea that our top line was finally going to simmer a little bit after six years of double digit growth and and madness at times, true madness, whether it was supply chain and. I've actually I've enjoyed leaning into the stabilized piece, right? I, I normally or historically coming off of that wild growth would have been really unsettling for me. This had a little bit different feel, and I and I will I will use a description for my team where you know those years were going from you know zero to sixty and trying to trying to figure out how to do it in three seconds and then two point nine and then two point five this part there, this moment now was we, we get our people on board and settled this optimized piece, right? Which, which could have a look like the athletics. I mean, I, I watch the books that you read. Eat and run was an interesting title that I, mm-hmm. I passed on the coffee table this morning. And, um, and when I read that, I actually, <laughs> yeah, I pay attention to what you're doing over there, but, it but I, so I only read the title, but when I got into the car, I realized that I didn't have the radio on or whatever I would have been doing CNBC, right? I didn't have that on all morning, and I was just thinking about you know this idea of eat and run, and I I got onto this this thought around maximizing your machine and how you would you know how you would fuel it, and that got me onto some other conversation or some other thought process about optimizing. Right? There's a huge optimization component of that where you got to be really smart if you're going to try to run 200 miles or whatever some of these wild events yeah. you tell me are which I can't even get my brain around, um, but it would be; it would have that same look. It would be about optimize, and it would be about pushing it up into the top of the pyramid with <laughs> fractions of fractions of, of degrees of differentiation. And... I liken that to, you know, optimizing the business. If you were running an F1 car and you had already figured out how to go 245 miles an hour, how would you tweak the fins to go 245.1 or 245.2? That, that is exciting to me. Like those challenges I thoroughly enjoy. I don't know that I apply them outside of business. Like you were talking about applying yeah. them outside of business, um, But there's so much of it to be done. And that's one of the great things about having your own business and and getting to work on what you want to get to work on. I I might be working on tweaking the fins of the car over here for Arnold packaging or Arnold automation. Nobody even knows. Mm -hmm. right? They don't even know what I found or where I have identified an opportunity. And I'll take a morning on a Saturday, which is free time or whatever time. And that has a very freeing feel to me to dig into that and solve it, whether people that like Sudoku right, or, mm-hmm. or high-end puzzles or whatever those are. That would have a, a high-end puzzle feel to me that I was solving on my own behalf versus winning, you know, pulling out a book of, of something that wouldn't really have any benefit besides the relief or the, the, the relaxation mentally. I just apply that back here, so I guess I absolutely have no hobbies whatsoever. God <laughs> Almighty, this is this is terrifying and depressing shit. So
1: what? I, I <laughs> can I hang up? I, I need to make a comment and then I have a question. <laughs> so the analogy oh God, you made—I don't
0: know if I like this episode. <laughs>
1: the analogy you made is so <laughs> true. Such a loser. And I think that's why. Um, I think that's part of why I love performing. So I've said I, I equally probably even more love uh, human performance. I mean, I went to, I, I went to school undergrad for kinesiology. So the anatomy of the body, nutrition, fitness, optimizing human performance, pushing yourself beyond any like that. I love as much as I love business, maybe even more. No, um, you do. yeah, I you mean, I, I think ultimately one day I'll, I'll do that full time when, you know, one day I will. Um, but it really interests me, but you made such a good point because I think it does, it's so similar to business that I think that's part of why I love it. Um, and like the the, the the process and the milestones and the prep and all of that is so similar for me. I, I wrote a LinkedIn post about this recently, but it's also just, you know, you 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 lay brick after brick, you you show up, you stick to your commitment and it does make me more confident and feel um, just better about myself. And I definitely translate that to business. And so when running's really hard or I'm out of my comfort zone, like some things in business feel a little bit easier. So it, it's definitely helpful Like they play off of each other. Other. Mm-hmm. Now, going back to the, the the comment about you having no hobbies, um, I, I nothing. I'm not going to say I would agree, but I do think you are a very business oriented. in Most things you do, and you love it, mm-hmm. so it works for you. Do you ever think that there is reason? Because people ask us all the time, like, do you have hobbies? Um, and and I definitely, you know, the exercise and the running and the reading, like, I do have hobbies. I wouldn't say y- you necessarily do. <laughs> I mean, at one time, golf was your was right. was your sport and also your hobby. But it's a lot. It's a lot of business, and that's what you get your joy, which works for you. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it would work for me. But do you think incorporating a hobby in? This is me asking you real time. I don't know if I've ever asked you this would help.
0: Sure. Yeah, I do. Just just if nothing else by virtue of or perspective. So it's, you know something that I'm super interested in is music. Like music, yeah, you, you yeah, know, I am it hyper is. interested in music. And I will say if I have a guilty pleasure. You are. If, if I'm what? You love music. I do. Yeah. No, I absolutely love music. And if, I have a, if I'm going to park my brain and I'm going to be intentional about parking it, you know, we we have the show The Voice on record all the time.
1: So I want to make one comment to the point where um, not like sobbing, crying, but music touches you in a way that actually makes you emotional. It does. Like that's how deeply... I, I don't get that. I, I love me. I mean, hell, my dad's a musician. I grew around the drum. All I heard were drums in my house. since I was a little <laughs> girl and all the, his bandmates coming over and playing. I was surrounded by music, but I don't feel, I still don't have that. Like, I don't feel emotional when yeah. I listen to a song like you do. Yep. So it definitely touches you in a different way.
0: Yeah. So that's, that's, so if there's something that I have threatened to get into more, but at the same time, we talk about demonstration on here all the time. Like, well, if it really mattered, Mick, you would do it. And, and I do strongly believe I will, but, but, uh, you know, quick story, our youngest daughter, Olivia, a few years back won the leading role in Milan, the Disney musical. And which I was amazed by, like my first Sang
1: th- solos in front of, yeah, my tons fir- of people, my
0: first thought is my children will not do 2 we'll never be able to do two things, um, sing or dunk a basketball. Like those are just not Arnold traits. That's never happened. They're not dunking. <laughs> They're definitely not dunking. <laughs> um, but, but this music thing, and and Otis Brooke is very musically inclined. That kid pick up a ukulele and learn a song in ten seconds, which just blows my mind. Like that is just a, another planetary thing. So I made the agreement with her, and we were together at that time. It was very early. I said, "Well, why don't we get you some training? You know, because I'm, you know, we're from the the supervised repetition camp. Watch me hit ten thousand golf balls and tell me how to, you know, cut a tenth of a shot out. You with soccer and and whatever else. So I said, "Well." if you go to the school of rock, I'll go with you. So we did, we went to the school of rock once a week and, and she got some help, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I loved it. It was one of the most therapeutic things. And then unfortunately the play came and went, you know, she did a role in the play and I got back on track with whatever else I never went back. But that is something that I, I, I keep threatening to, and and we seem to have, at least in the business right now, these disruptions, these destabilizing events some turnover and, and, or, or good stuff, right? Not just bad stuff, with turnover, but new opportunities. And then I will go dig in. Like I talked about that major spreadsheet that was for a new opportunity, but I really would like to that piece. If I was going to hone in on something that I think would really be amazing and would, I would love to tap into like, well, if you're going to use your hobby to tap into something, Mm -hmm. that's not what you do every day. Music would be that for me for
1: sure. And I was, I was laughing a bit as you were talking about reading the book and then how you were looking at optimizing the machine, how you related it to business. Because immediately when I was telling you about these these crazy races, you, we're, we're, we think differently in this. So I'm thinking about running it, right? Pushing my body. You're like, and and I was telling you about how the crews think about the route and the nutrition and like the terrain and the elevation and the... And your mind all to be like, oh, my God, I'd crush that. <laughs> like, you're thinking about the logistics of the race and how you would get me or any runner through it. And, and that, like, lights you up. And you're so – that's how your mind works. It's so analytical. It's so so logistics heavy where I'm the, not at all. <laughs> like, I don't want to think about that. I want to run, and I want you to handle it. But See, we know, made a perfect team. Do you I'm know what I heard?
0: You. I heard productivity battle. That's what I heard. You you heard physical challenge. I'm like,
1: I don't want to think. I just want to run. What I
0: heard was input yeah, which to me, I heard productivity battle. I thought, oh shit, I'm in, and like, I know we're gonna win this productivity, battle. Which, which is
1: great because I'm, I mean, <laughs> put it together, we could have something here,
0: yeah. That is funny, but that's exactly what I heard as I was as I was solving that problem I mean, in my immediately. Head, I you were like, mm. oh,
1: I'd crush. I yeah. was like, yeah.
0: input equals food, output equals miles. Go on, I understand, and then this. like
1: terrain, where I need to be, <laughs> where I need to set up, like what you're what they're gonna need, how much water, how much, like, how heavy is it all, fractions like, of fractions yeah. of
0: seconds of discipline absolutely yeah sure what else would you do i'm
1: like
0: (laughs) maybe maybe i do need some of that running stuff
1: (laughs) (laughs) or the runner and then you can do the rest so yeah that that's interesting and now now knowing that because we haven't talked about this i am probably going to try to keep you accountable at at least trying the music thing because
0: yeah i'll get i i will i'll get better you know i've it's funny though but i do i know i'm guilty as hell because i i have i have Created some time. You know, I hired uh, an assistant protege of sorts who's been helping out learning the business, lots of different facets of that. But one of them is just simply me not driving in spots, mm-hmm. you know, in, in trying to create disposable time. But I keep finding myself filling it with business. And that's not bad, right? Where I love the sales process and I love the people in our industry so much that I keep finding myself, let's just say, let me get for an example, why wouldn't I just carve out such and such afternoon to say, you know what? That's it. I found I'm going back to the school of rock. Mm-hmm. I know where it is. Shit, it's still there. There's, there's nothing stopping me from doing it, but I, I, just, you know, I'm not, I'm not practicing what I'm preaching here, in, in from a demonstration. And saying, well, yeah, I'm just going to do that. Is that important? And I'm not going to book that sales call. I'm not going to book that training. You know, we're, we're always bringing on new products and automation. And there's training that goes along with that. Where am I going to book it? Well, somehow, I look at my calendar. The only thing free is that spot where I would have plugged <laughs> a singing lesson. And guess what I do? I learn about autonomous fork trucks.
1: Mm-hmm. And and I think there's again I always say, I always say like I'm going to sit on the other side of the, the table and debate myself and I do it often because I don't think there's one way and for me I'm like I I think the person that is obsessed that does one thing the most is going to be the best and I really do believe that. However, I think that I know for me my mind and body work so much better. I mean, I am in a whole different mood when I exercise as opposed to I don't so I definitely like my output is better if you're healthy you're you're going to produce longer like that so the exercise piece it benefits the business it might be an hour and a half that I'm taking out from actually doing the work mm-hmm. but in the long run you need that like my output is going to be so much better so I think it is while I do believe the person who works puts the most smart hard hours into working generally speaking, it's going to be the most successful. I do think you have to weigh that out with other things that you may do that take away from it, but that that do benefit. And I think for you, like something like singing would have some type of positive impact on you as a person and your ability to perform and your output in business.
0: Yeah, that's. I told. Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, and, and that would be. To that would be. So what I what I was thinking about while you're talking was we talk about the word opportunity cost a lot, mm-hmm. right? And that would have you being really careful about that You'd word. Be
1: strategic. That's you right. To really say, do.
0: Well, wait a minute. Is one and a half hours of running, which is what you do, is that is that completely? Um, Counter, counter, or or subtractive, if that's a word from the other stuff that you're doing, right. right? So, I don't know, not 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 pound for pound, right? It may not be. You may not say, well, I I while I run for an hour and a half, I definitely get an hour and a half of benefit somewhere else. It may not be pound for pound in that regard, but it's also not pound for pound to the other side either, right? right? Whether it's some clarity. What if you have that bazillion dollar idea while you're on that? Right. Yeah. You connect the dots. You turn the noise down elsewhere just long enough that that connection gets made and you say, holy hell, this is what I was missing or is this the right solution then you take it to your team or whatever step two, three, four, five is. But yeah, I mean, those are, those are the pieces that I, I think you, you you might never know if you're not doing it. So I don't think that, that to be careful, this is again me learning real time, have to be really smart about it, not being just this or just mm-hmm. that as it relates to where you put your time.
1: It is and I, I don't think, I think there are a lot of people that are Mr. Miss Hobby, like they're doing a million things oh, and dude. like you, 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 you just aren't going to have the hours in the day no. to succeed at, if, if business is something you want to be really successful at, you only have so many hours in the day. So I am a firm believer. Like for me, I have the one other thing that really lights my fire and like I put a lot of time into that, but that's, that's it. Like even if I'm reading a book, it typically has to do with business or running, right. yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's all, so it's that one thing. I'm not saying it just has to be one thing. I'm not saying that it has to be a stackable as we talk about stacking onto your business. I'm not, but I think there's something to it. I I really do. And you could have somebody else say, you guys are wrong. Like I have a hobby that has nothing to do with business. It clears my mind. I get away and I come back ready to go. And I would say fair. Yeah, sure. But that that's not it for me.
0: That would be right aligned with what we were just talking about, right? Yeah. Where uh, three hours of this completely unrelated thing isn't an exact three hour theft from the, th- the other thing, you know. If if that's what if that's how you sharpen your saw, like we talked about that, right? I'm sharpening your saw. Can't can't cut with a dull saw. That is true, right? So if it that is, that is what comes back, and you cut twice as fast by being gone for that period of time. Then that's, that's what productivity looks
1: like. <laughs> I, I love this because we start out with one opinion and one thing, and this is what works. If this is anecdotal, always, so like this is our experience, this is what works for us. I, I know there are other ways. Like a vacation for me, while I love vacation, I love going away from you. It, I wouldn't say I. You love going away from me? I love going away with you, I said. Oh, oh, oh. I, I think don't. She said
0: from, didn't she, Tommy? I,
1: I said with, but I don't. Um, like I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say vacation. I come back and feeling refreshed and like ready to go. Like I don't, I don't need to get off. I love it. I love because I love experiencing. I love doing different things. I love meeting people. But I think there are some people that are like, ah, oh, I need to get away. I need to go on vacation. I need to sharpen my saw. Like for me, it's I. I don't need that separation. Like vacation doesn't do that. For well, that's
0: me. because we don't actually va- we don't actually have we have a relocation though. That's very different. You know, I would say if someone watched because our because I can't.
1: I know that's because it's not a like it's. Not. A, I want to work. I want to be doing things. I want to be learning. I, right. Like,
0: so it is a relocation that we take. We don't take a vacation.
1: But, but I exact That's my exact point. You're you're like confirming my exact point. I think you know there are some people that just need to get away, and that is their thing, and that's what works for them. So I think we're coming back to, we're sharing what works for us, and there's no way, and the only way to figure it out is get super. Eating this, super. You <laughs> int- <laughs> kept coming in.
0: My ears are on fire over here now. Super. Every inter- inch you get closer, <laughs> the ladder gets over here.
1: Getting super introspective <laughs> and like figuring yourself out, and that's what we come back to. Like that's obviously the common thread. Always say you have to figure out what works for you, right. and then dig in and lean into it, and stop always listening to what works for other people. Certainly, you can incorporate and learn be like, hmm, I haven't tried that, but like listen to yourself. Like that is that's a huge huge piece
0: how long different uh different question for just because we've been on earth a longer you know different periods of time how long do you think or how far back do you remember even having these thoughts so just simply the idea where you feel off and you stop and ponder it how do you remember how long that's been happening for you
1: I feel off, and I stop and ponder. I still don't think I've ever done that.
0: This, the, so we're talking about a self awareness component or something along those lines, where you're like, huh, I feel off, right? And and I
1: mean, I generally don't sit down and talk about it like you are and I right now. Like, like this is allowing me to do a little bit. Um, I, I think it's something that I probably do a little bit intuitively, and I don't I don't know that I ever really. St- stop and right. like sit and think about it. Well,
0: I'll use one of my father's favorites, right? When in doubt, make a sales call. Yeah. But I don't know that I get to the point. I realize after the fact right, that right. I solved Absolutely. for it, right? Where I come back. That's what like, I'm saying. Like
1: doing it intuitively. I was like just now a sales. you, know yeah, you versus, know.
0: yeah. Versus sitting there and, and consciously connecting the dots. Right. Oh, this equals one of those moments where I go fill in the yep. blank. Sure. Yeah. Same. But I don't, I, I don't know. I, I, uh, I think I'm more intentional about it now just having you know, just the repetitions and being alive and in these in these positions a lot more. But I don't know. I just think that uh, if if uh, you know, I spend time with younger members of our team. You know, Tommy who sits here and watches us shoot this real time all the time. I just wish I had some of the. I wish I had been able to listen to some of these conversations. When I listen to our podcast back, I I, I I there are moments where I thought, boy, I wish I hadn't have waited so long, or I wish I hadn't have had to had any number of experiences before I knew this, or Mm -hmm. someone would have said it to me. I mean, I didn't grow up in the land of podcasts where everybody with a microphone and a recorder had this massive broadcast platform to put it out there. Um, I, I really do wish that that it would have been available when I was in my more formative years. I don't know what would have happened. I'll never know the outcome. But that would have been, uh, man, that would have been something. It mm-hmm. really would have. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm sure there was and the people a generation before me said, oh look, look what they have. Maybe I had a Walkman and I could plug in a cassette, you know. And I'm not, I'm serious, right? I mean, Walkmans came about when and I could actually take a walk and listen to something at the same time because no one could ha- could carry their record player with them. So maybe there were things that I did have. When I was younger, maybe I just didn't leverage them worth of shit. You know, where if I had a brain, I wouldn't have been listening to music. I would have been listening to an audio book. I'm not even sure that was. No, no, and I can read. I mean, like I was, you know, I was the worst reader in the entire world. I still am a terrible reader, so I don't know if I would have been able to leverage any of that anyway. But boy, I, I would be really curious to see what <laughs> what I would have looked like with some of these different types of influences that are available.
1: Yeah. And then the last thing I was going to touch on, which we've got into it already a little bit, is just well, the same thing, if, like my athletic outside of work, I have those uh, missions that keep me inspired. Same thing with work. Like, I, I, I want to be doing something that's really uncomfortable and pushing for a new milestone. Like... Um, You know, right now we're we're looking at expanding, you know, potentially another location, something like that. It doesn't have to be that, but that's what I'm saying. Like big things that we're doing that are different, that are uncomfortable, that we're expanding our, we're expanding our products or new location or whatever, whatever that is. But, and it can't be, you know, you can't be doing that every month. It's like, it's not reasonable. But interjecting those big changes or evolutions um, are definitely something that break up the monotony and doing the same thing every day and keep me motivated. Like I have to be pushing for some. In our business, could be new certifications or could be whatever. But it's like big things that you're like, okay. That's here. You've got all the little little milestones, but I need something big a lot of times to like keep going because I can do all the little stuff, but I know that's over there, and then like that keeps me going. Yeah,
0: and one of the things that I've watched. So let's just talk about that, right? For the idea that you are very serious about starting a DC office. Mm-hmm. I can say that, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. And different
1: and, new entity, but and and. Not just by myself, but yes. Of course,
0: right. But you're the but but you're the you're the chief vision officer on this, right? I mean this chief is Chief Vision Officer, this, yes. You are the chief vision officer, and there's gonna be lots of other ops people, right? There's gonna be an operations component and everything that goes into any type of new adventure. But <laughs> adventure and venture, it's yeah. both. Um, one of the things that that uh, that is great about that process is the interactions too. I mean, I watched you engage and sat on a call with a, uh, a new law firm, mm-hmm. you know, a, a, a new legal counsel who's a specialist in that space. That is as foreign as anything to me. You know, a new one for me recently was intellectual property and patent law for some things we're working on here, but the opportunity to engage and learn new things. So that is one that's, it's not just Pursuing a DC office or a venture, there's all of the new knowledge oh, gain. Yeah. That's that's really what it is, and and getting able to having the ability to be exposed to specialists because they are they are absolutely specialists. We've had the general versus special. Mm-hmm. You know, when you start to invite specialists like intellectual property attorneys or or. Um, Uh, gosh, business formation attorneys. I think there's a- Yeah, and
1: specifically for the designations I'm looking for. Right, right. Location specific, all of it.
0: That's, so talk about another motivator or how how to avoid that is if you are a life learner or wildly curious, then those will keep you going too. So yes, it's about- the, the promise and the excitement of growth and or new location. But man, all of the steps in the process to me are equally as exciting. Learning things that I didn't know um, as part of it is just as exciting as the ultimate end game.
1: Well, I think that's what this all actually boils down to is feeding your curios- curiosity, learning, innovating, because it- and that's in everything we're talking about. Like, because we're doing new things, we're pushing out of our comfort zone. Every time I get a mile more, I learn something different about myself or my capabilities. Every time you get into a new automation opportunity, you're learning something different. So at the end of the day, I think it's, um, it's, it's expanding your horizons. It's getting a broader lens. Like when you're adding to that, when you're a life learner, That I think when you boil it all down is the key to staying inspired and motivated.
0: Well, did Arthur, you know, Arthur Brooks is one of our favorites and we we talked about and and wasn't one of his general, his general premise was a lot of happiness is attached to fulfilling or maximizing your potential. Isn't that a big driver or a a very large underpinning of happiness? It certainly is for me. And I, I thought in my, Readings or some of my studies, as we were talking about. I happiness. haven't read his
1: new book. on one of his the his podcasts. Yeah. Of happiness. The per, yeah. I, I read Strength is Strength, which had a, a bit of a different premise. But.
0: Right. This one, I thought one at least, maybe it's my made up story, but I agree with this. Um, just this idea. I mean, I, I derive a lot of happiness, the opposite of ruts or or burnout or all of that, from um, maximizing potential. That's that's a big one, right? And and and,
1: and you do that. You do that by chasing or starting new things that push you a little bit. Right. You cannot do the same things. I know how you burn out. It's you do the same shit day after day after day. I mean, yeah, you know
0: how you burn out. For some people, there's a lot of safety and comfort in there. They're, they, they're opposite. That would be very difficult. Well,
1: that's us. a really good point. That's a good. That's how point you, you burn make. out.
0: That is how I burn out. But but I, you know, I have any number of customers and people that I work with that this this conversation would be terrifying. I mean, it would be. Unnerving, where they're you know much more comfortable with that consistency and that routine and and see this like is what I'm talking, talking about. It would I, be terrifying.
1: I was go, traveling down that road so hard, and now I got a <laughs> break because you're right.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is this is what yeah this is, this is what resonates with us, and I'm sure you know there'd be people saying those two are absolutely batshit crazy. Actually, people have told me that we are batshit crazy by the way.
1: But it, but it is because funny. it's
0: just so different from how they would approach.
1: Like to. T- night we were like okay we this is typical us going to dinner with a, like an agenda itinerary yes, yes. and part of that is like <laughs> let's talk about our crazy visions and goals like that's literally part of we're going to dinner to talk about like what's our crazy and one of the goals. agenda items
0: is talking y- about craziness. Yeah, <laughs> we it, have to write it down.
1: It, it, it is, and I, I mean, but again, that like lights us up, and it well, also connects us.
0: But that's sto- but that started though because you sent me. I, I, we were apart for like we were apart a little bit on Sunday, and I get this text, and you had this. You had no,
1: this yesterday.
0: Was it yesterday? We you were had this, apart oh, for a,
1: a work day. I know,
0: but I was flying right, and you had this epiphany thing, and that my tech my phone exploded. I was like, what the hell is that thing? it was a text from you that was, you know, six phones long that uh, was talking about these breakthroughs that you had and this and that. And, and, and you, in one point you said, I don't always tell you about the crazy stuff. And I'm thinking, why? Because you think I'm going to judge you? Like I'm the perfect person to tell crazy stuff. Like,
1: it wasn't that it was just like, sometimes it's not even conscious. Like I just, I don't want, I, I don't want anything. I, I don't know. I don't know why. Like, not that I would think you would personally tell me it's crazy, but I don't want anything or anyone to tell me that it's crazy. But
0: that, but that's how it got to be an agenda item, because there's a couple of things. There's some podcast stuff we were working on. There's some house stuff we we're mm-hmm. working on. And then in the bottom, I put, oh, whatever that crazy shit you wanted to talk about, yeah, put that on right. the agenda too. <laughs>
1: yeah. But uh, I, I, again, it's it's, fi- it's finding your right way. But those those are definitely my ways like that is I know works for me
0: well I think back to that know thyself thing is 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 so important and and man you can you can miss wasting a lot of time and energy the faster you figure out who you are you know that self-awareness and not say you can't change right you don't have to be the same thing god I am nothing like I was not that long ago but as long as you're aware and and um you know you can you can try to understand and and be and relate to what you're experiencing, then you're going to get where you want to go a little faster than you would have otherwise, I believe.
1: Yes. Well, I would like to leave the audience with something inspirational and insightful. I don't think I'm going to do that. You I, have to. No. What I'm going to do is together we are going to come back to you in a few episodes to see how your singing career is oh, going. God
0: damn it! So you're going to call me out, you know? Because I had this on part of our executive meeting is personal goals, and we have this this really cool meeting format ABCD, and personal goals pops up every fourth one. So you have to, you have to be accountable to your teammates. And that was one I had on there. And I actually took it off because I just, I was good on everything else. Like, don't be so fat. I did that. And then, but that one I took off and now I'm going to have to put it back on and maybe I'll sing to the audience. We could do that.
1: You could sing. And then, and then I'll take it one step further. So it is actually helpful. You're going, you, you because I said so, no, <laughs> I saying, no, are, going, the, are going going well, to go do uh, some, you're going to do some singing. Okay. And then you're going to come back. You can take all the time you need. You're going to come back and we're going to have a discussion about how it relates to this topic of motivation and okay. inspiration and, and the correlation to work. And you could say, I have fun doing it and I find it it doesn't help with work at all. Well, and you know that's what? fine. You
0: know what's going to upset you about this? Do you know why I'm so interested in singing? Because it's a process just like everything else. And I'm curious to see if I put the same type of tenacity into cutting half of a shot out of my score into this if I can get to where I was in the land of golf. Well, That's if you, my if you love
1: it, you will. I
0: know, I know. All right, fair enough. Except,
1: And then you can sing to me.
0: <laughs> wow, you are. You are, Sweet Pea. Okay. Uh, challenge accepted. Look out, sucker. I'm coming after you.